This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, everyone. I'm Eves. Welcome to This Day in History class, a podcast for folks who can never have enough history knowledge. Today is November 11th, 2019. The day was November 11, 1888. Scholar, poet, and leader of the Indian independence movement Abul Kalam Azad was born. His father was a Bengali Muslim scholar, and his mother was an Arab and the daughter of a scholar. In 1890, Azad and his family moved to Calcutta, India. Azad was educated at home by his father and other Islamic scholars, who taught him religious sciences, classical Arabic, Persian, and Urdu. He was also taught philosophy and math. His family background meant that he had to pursue traditional Islamic education, but he also did a lot of self-study beyond his traditional education, and he learned English, world history, and politics. As he studied more, he became disillusioned by some religious dogma. He married Zuleika Begum when he was 13 years old. By the time he was a teenager, he was already invested in journalism. As he traveled through Afghanistan, Iraq, Egypt, Syria, and Turkey, he met revolutionary activists and developed radical views. He became an Indian nationalist. He opposed the partition of Bengal in 1905 and began to advocate for people uniting in the freedom movement against the British. He was critical of the British Raj and of Muslims who focused on communal issues that he believed were not as important as national freedom. In 1912, Azad began publishing a weekly Urdu language journal called Al Hilal. The journal was anti-Britain and criticized Indian Muslims who were loyal to the British. Azad encouraged Muslims to fight for independence and encouraged Hindu-Muslim unity. The government banned Al Hilal, but Azad just started another publication. So British officials invoked the Defense of India Act against him, a law used to shut down the activities of nationalists and revolutionaries. By 1916, Azad was put on house arrest in Ranchi and detained there until January of 1920. During this time, he wrote an autobiographical text called Taskira. Once he was released, he was active in the Khilafat movement. In the movement, Indian Muslims and nationalists pressured the British government to preserve the position of the Sultan of Ottoman Turkey as the Caliph of Islam. Azad worked with Gandhi in the non-cooperation movement, which organized mass acts of nonviolent civil disobedience to encourage Britain to grant India self-government. He urged people to boycott British schools, government offices, and products. Azad and Gandhi became close, and Azad participated in many of his campaigns, including the Salt March. He committed to nonviolence and became a key link between Gandhi and the Muslim community. In 1923, he became the youngest person to be elected president of the Indian National Congress, a political party that dominated the Indian independence movement. He also served on the Congress Working Committee and as general secretary on more than one occasion. Over the next couple of decades, Azad was arrested and imprisoned several times. In 1942, he and the Congress leadership were arrested for their support and amplification of the Quit India movement, which called for a rebellion against British rule in India and demanded independence. After World War II ended and India gained its independence, the partition of India along religious lines became an issue that Azad opposed. 
He supported a confederation of autonomous provinces with their own constitutions and advocated for Hindu-Muslim unity. But British India split into India and Pakistan in 1947. From 1947 until his death in 1958, Azad was India's first minister of education. He promoted secondary education, literacy, and education of women and impoverished people. Azad was awarded India's highest civilian award, the Parat Ratna, in 1992. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you've seen any good history memes lately, you can send them to us on social media at T-D-I-H-C podcast. Or if you are so inclined, you can send us a message at this day at iheartmedia.com. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We'll see you again tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.